You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Like I love it, but it brings instantly back some of that stress I would have as a kid. I need to remember to not go to those things with you. Because well, you end up just ditching me. Well, the problem is you move way too slow for those kinds of situations. I mean, if you really want to get involved in the good stuff, you got to move a lot quicker than what you do. And, get involved and in the good stuff. Let's just be honest. Stuff. You're a little bit of a slower pace than I am. Like, I, you got to be quick. You got to be in there. You got to be snappy. You got to see your I'm not windows. a slower pace you than gotta you. You got to see your windows of opportunity. You're just a spaz. And you got to pounce on it before somebody else is going to take it away from you because that's what's going to happen. You wait too long, you're going to get bullied and pushed around all day. I learned my lesson that well, way, okay. the hard way. Hello, everyone. Someone's this is flashbacks. Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with. Sarah X. Dillon, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say a big thank you uh, to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. You know what? I hear that you can even buy food purchases on Amazon. If you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on, yeah, click on the Amazon link. I think you might be able to even buy like cans of tuna. I was just talking about cans of tuna before we we went on air, and I have to say, I am a tuna fish lover. I think there are people out there who are who, who love tuna fish, and there are people who aren't. I do love tuna fish. I just don't like the. I don't like it hot. I, I don't think that fish should be necessarily hot. Hot tuna fish can be absolutely wonderful. A little secret, a little recipe, a little tidbit from me to you. Uh, if you make some mac and cheese, some kind of a noodley bowl, absolutely not. Uh, take a can of tuna fish, do dump do that this. into the into the mix once you're done, oh. and let it kind of melt in there and simmer with the with the cheese and everything. And alienating everybody juices. around you because you're making hot fish noodles. And then you you go ahead and eat that. It's going to be a nice little tasty upgrade to what you had before. You know what? And you get the, the delicious tuna flavoring in there, too. Well, let me tell you, if you'd like to uh, um, eat tuna like a civilized person, my favorite thing to do is to take it, take a little bit of mayonnaise, mix it in with the tuna, and then get some sweet relish and mix that in as well. Make yourself a nice... My tuna turned to talk. And you make yourself a nice bowl of it. Then you like let it sit in the refrigerator for like an hour and get it nice and ice cold. Then, well, not ice cold, but I mean nice and chilled. And then you get bread. And you put butter on either side of the bread, then you. So you're put just that describing tuna a there. tuna melt. You're, are you saying this is like some revolutionary thing you've come up with? It's the most like, incredible oh, tuna sandwich that you'll ever have. Nobody's. All you described is a tuna sandwich. No, I described the best way to make a tuna sandwich. That's, all you described is putting a can of tuna in a thing of noodles. Yes. And you're trying to say that's groundbreaking. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a, a tuna aficionado, Sarah. Please tell us about how much you like tuna. I do sometimes when I visit my parents, by, and uh, I'm a 36-year-old woman, and sometimes my mom will still make me sandwiches when I get there, and she'll ask me if I want a sandwich, and my mom will make me a delicious tuna sandwich with maybe some, some uh, Lay's crinkly potato chips on the side. On the side, not mm-hmm. on the sandwich. You don't do oh, that. Oh, sometimes on the sandwich, though. You can no. put them inside the sandwich. Also, no pickles. That is, a, that is one way to ruin <laughs> tuna right away. No, the best way, actually, what I used to do this in college, is uh, you just take a can of tuna fish. And you take a box of Triscuits, you open up the tuna fish, and you just scoop out the tuna with the Triscuits, using the Triscuits as the spoon itself, and then you get to eat the Triscuit spoon while you're uh, dumping uh, tuna fish onto it. Just straight out of the can tuna fish. That sounds like the worst version of like oh. dipsticks ever. Like when you get out like the <laughs> dipstick amazing, and you get to eat like the it's delicious a, like sugar stick at the I end. For, that for, sounds like the worst thing ever. I did ever forget Greg. one other ingredient. You take about five uh, pepper 
uh, packets, and you dump it, dump pepper into that thing. So, I mean, it's a big rock of pepper that's going in there. It's like an eight ball of pepper that you drop in there, and then you and then you mix that up, and then you use the uh, Triscuit spoons. Anyway, you can buy that stuff by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon I bet link. you can buy it in bulk. Uh, you probably could. It can satisfy all of your tuna needs. Absolutely. So FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. Uh, buy or do not buy tuna, <laughs> your choice. Uh, just go there first. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Just end the tuna thing, Chris says, uh, you are indeed an, a fish Ionado. It's true. It's true. Because it's a fish. I, I see where you're going with that. I love it. I love it, Chris. I like I, that. I, I, Two I, thumbs up from the side of the table. Something was said. Mm-hmm. Now, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That was something. Uh, so, <laughs> um, all right. So uh, a couple more things, too, before we get to what we were start talking about at the very beginning of the show, before Tuna Talk. Um, <laughs> big thank you to our friend Kamau Bell, who was in town on Friday. We went to the show, had a couple of drinks. It was a, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. His show was great. And uh, I think he's going to be back here for something else in a couple of weeks. I, I honestly don't I think recall exactly what it was. A little before the election. Yeah, 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 for something else. So we'll we'll find out about that and let you know about it when we find out. But anyway, a uh, big thank you to Kamau. And all right, let's let's move on to something else that happened this weekend, though, was the here in Portland, the Retro Gaming Expo, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So it's been happening for a, a few years here. And Sarah and I were there last year, and I think even the year before that. And what it is, it's a, the big expo center here in, in Portland, the Oregon Convention Center, whatever it's called. And they take it over, and it's full of like different different people selling retro gaming items, whether it's games Wares, themselves yes. or uh, merchandise or, you know, uh, collector's things. Like Our T-shirts are like hand-drawn, you know, like, like drawings, paintings, hats, like right. anything, like stuffed animals, yeah. costumes, like. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, it's all there, and it's really, really cool. And then on top of that, so you walk through all that, and you kind of take a look at everything that um, that that people are selling, and there's some cool things in there. I almost bought a couple of games, but then I backed off. You know, just letting you know my inside workings. I know a lot of people were wondering, Greg, did you buy a game? And I didn't buy a game. I'm sure they were thinking just, about buying they were a game. staying up at night. It's hot button that. issues. That's a hot take right mm-hmm, there. So real hot button. So there's that. And then the the main thing though that I get really excited about is they have. Every kind of console you could ever imagine is there and available for you to play a test game on. And on top of that, an entire arcade that is set up with classic arcade games. That's true. It is. I mean, it's. I don't even know how many rows or how many games there are there. There's a ton of them. But the key is, you know, everybody there is obviously a fan of retro gaming. So the arcade is just like the arcades that I used to go to growing up, because I grew up out in the country, and so you would have to go into the into the big city to get the arcade. Was your arcade in, like, a pizza parlor? There were arcades. That, the only arcades we went to were, yes, pizza parlor ones. You mm-hmm. go to, like, Pietro's Pizza or Chuck E. Cheese. You would have those ones. Chuck E. Cheese was always hard because for some reason... Chuck E. Cheese, if you went there to the arcade, you'd have a lot of, a lot of little bastard kids were, would be there. Yeah. Like, because we would have to go into the city. Into the big city to go to the arcade. And by the big city, he means uh, what, Salem? Salem. Salem, Oregon. The big city. You know, because I grew up way out in the country, so Salem was the big city. But you get in there to these arcades, and the problem is you would have uh, city kids. And city kids, they took full advantage of the fact that they could go to an arcade anytime they wanted to. They didn't like the country kids. No, it wasn't special to them. So they'd go there and hang out all day and play these games. You guys smelled like hay and sadness. Yeah, well, us country kids would show there, you know, and we'd be really excited to go... To go play, you know, uh, 
to go play these video games. And so my brother and I, or, or maybe a couple of my country kid friends, you know, we'd go there and we'd be really excited and running around, want to play video games. But then you have these city kids who are just bullies who are there all day. They're tired of playing the video games. They just want to be there to bully around country kids who show up wide-eyed and, you know, I feel like you're, like, excited. making yourself more important in the story than country kids actually were to city kids. Uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Did you grow up as a uh, as an eight year old boy from Mammoth Independence going into the city? Well, to play? I absolutely specifically did not in that one hundred percent scenario I don't think grow up any... as an eight year old boy. In you Monmouth were a city kid. You're a city. I'm not kid. a city kid. I grew up in a small town. I grew up in all different kinds of places. Yeah. I grew up on a on a tiny town in a small island. I think you're more city kid than than you're letting on to here. I think you've got a city kid mentality when it comes down to it, and you don't understand what it was like being a country kid out there, out there in the middle of nowhere, getting to go into something cool you only see on television, which is an arcade. Wait, are we going to have to go back and forth? It's like city versus country. Like, I wasn't country, but I was like small town where we couldn't go anywhere. There was nothing. There was only like one Kmart, and everyone hung out. You had a Kmart in town? There was a Kmart. That's huge. So it was a big city. That's big city stuff. Yeah. You got to go to Albany to get a Kmart. There was the roller barn. There was, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. There was the Burger King and the Dairy Queen that people, everyone mostly hang out in the, in the Burger King parking lot. Yeah, we had a Dairy Queen. We did not have a Burger King. We were mm-hmm. that fancy. We got a McDonald's by my senior year. We did have Burgerville, though. I'll give you that. We, oh, we wow. had Burgerville. Wow, look at you, cool. Mr. Fancy. That was in Monmouth. But I'm saying, but we did not have any arcades. There weren't any arcades in Monmouth Independence. We did in, like, God, I think like it was Godfather's Pizza or something. Mm. That was the only arcade that we had. Yeah, you're waiting, Godfather's Pizza. So, yeah, we we would go. You didn't even get that, did you? you no, I was like, up. what are you saying that I can't control myself when I'm eating pizza? No, like the time you ate your weight in Godfather's Pizza. That's all I ever think about when I hear Godfather's Pizza. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's from the Goonies. When he's saying like, yo, like the time Michael Jackson used the bathroom at your house, like the time you ate your weight in Godfather's Pizza. You know, wow. it's yeah, it's it's chunk. Um, anyway, <laughs> I guess I guess that was a one percent joke. So. No, so we didn't. We would have to go into the city to do it. But these these kids, fine. Maybe you weren't a city kid, but you don't know what I'm, what you're talking about here. Because city kids, especially boys, they would they would pick you out. And granted, I was a little smaller, you know, than a lot of the other guys that were my age. I was I was a little guy, and you still are. What like percentile you are, and like men your age. Like I don't know, whatever. I mean, I don't care. I'm just saying. I know you don't. That's the only reason why we can get along. Because if you did care, you would be a monster. Well, that would that would just be really sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean I don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm shorter, so you know you have to make up for that in life. And when you when you're when you're running around an arcade, you got to keep that in mind. Which means I'm generally speaking, I was a lot quicker than everybody. However, I would, uh, you know, you would go to these things, and then you'd have the big bully kids that would shove you off of a game, or they'd like hog the best games. It wouldn't let you in there just because their whole goal in life, as far as I could tell, was just to be mean to country kids. So that's how kind of part of it growing up, you know, or we would go to ground. Oh, the burdens Greg bears as a country kid. I'm I'm not saying it's a burden to bear. I'm just saying it is what it was. Growing up, that's how arcades were. They were very competitive environments because if you wanted to play the game, you had to really be on your on the ball. Yeah. Like you had to be quick. The second somebody got off the good game, you know, if it was a Star Wars game, like that's the best game. Mm-hmm. And so you would have to be really quick to get on it. And then um, you'd also have to watch out for somebody to try to shove you out of there. You have to like stay on that game and then make sure nobody cuts in front of you. Like it's a real. You have to stay on the game and you stay too long, like you overstayed. 
No, you don't overstay, but I mean, you make sure you don't get shoved off before your time. What is was done. the rule? Like, if you finally did get, you know, to go to your game, like, was there a time limitation? Uh, five ten minutes, five ten minutes on it. Yeah, that leaves, leaves a lot of wiggle room. Uh, no, I mean that's not that much wiggle room. I mean, ten minutes I think is is good. I would usually after about ten minutes, I would stop because I'd die. Else a chance? I'd die within there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's being noted in the chat. Uh, small town splaining. Um, Afterburner, that was a very good game. Street Fighter Two, Shinobi, yeah, all these. Rampage, that was a really fun game. But you could play that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's where you play a monster that destroys things. Aww, they have that at ground ha- control. If you found another small town friend. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, my small town buddies. Anyway, uh, you would uh, you would go in, and uh, oh yeah, it's being noted in the chat there was a bowling alley in Independence. There was we didn't really go there as kids though. I think there was something. I, I don't. I don't think it was really a kid friendly bowling alley. Uh-oh. Growing up, so you'd you'd go to Salem for your bowling needs if you really wanted to go bowling. Anyway, there was a reason why you didn't go to the bowling alley. Yeah, the one in Independence now. Lots of the country. Maybe now. I'm sure now it's lots fine. Lots of the country kids, you know, like dads would sit there at the bar. I don't know. Smoking. We didn't go to it. Yeah, I think it was more of a bar than a bowling alley growing up. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so I got used to that mentality, though, of going to arcades is, okay, I'm really excited to play fight these games. Flight. But yeah, it's a, it's a fight or flight kind of issue, and you've got to watch your back at all times. So we get to this thing at the Retro Gaming Expo, and granted, everybody there is nice, but uh, in my mind, it's just all grown-up versions of exactly what I went through when I was a kid, only now there's like younger kids that are f- floating around in there too. And so when I see the arcade, it's like, you got to move quick. Like I instantly, I pick up the pace, and I start walking fast, and that's when I realize, oh, Sarah's not going to keep up here. Uh, you know, as we're trying to walk through and go play some games, like, well, I, I got a, two choices here. Like, either um, I miss out on the games I want because I'm going too slow, or uh, goodbye, Sarah. So I'm sorry, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, and got what ditched. sucked is like Greg is totally a shit friend when it comes to this because I was kind of overwhelmed. It's a lot of people, and for some, like every once in a while, like I think I had had too much coffee and it kind of exacerbated my anxiety a little bit. And then there were like a ton of people and smells and noises and just people bumping into you and like I I was just getting really really overwhelmed Greg didn't give a shit Greg just ditched me he just runs around I'm just like Greg I'm kind of having a hard time right this second I'm like just you did not say that to me when I did too I did too when we were walking in there I'm like this is a little overwhelming for me right now and you know there's like you know it's a con to like they're weird like things smell and like, people are, like, not mindful. I mean, a lot of people are mindful, but, you know, people are running into or, like, you know, grabbing up your video games. It's just really loud and really, like, overly stimulating. It's a convention. It's a convention, and it's yeah. and it's crowded. And so Greg, I'm just like, Greg, I'm just like, okay, oh, cool, there's the arcade, bye. And just, <laughs> just zips off. My instincts like, kick in. Yeah, and I'm just like, and this I was excited. is awesome. I'm here by myself now. Well, you could find me. But anyway, I, I mean, sorry, my instincts kick in. I see an arcade like that. I'm like, oh my god, I want to go play all the games because they have all of the games are there. But there's a lot of other people there. So the way you get those is you have to do, here's how I do it when I go into a big arcade like that. And I, I do a circle. Like I, I got to scan my area. So oh I'll pick god. like one row and I'll do a quick walk by. Like a ding, 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 ding. Like I'm walking fast. And I'm, but I'm scanning each video game thinking, okay, I want to play that one. I don't want to, don't care about that one. Don't care about that one. Don't care about that one. Want to play that one. Don't care about that one. And as I'm doing that, I'm assessing how long the line is to play that game. Like if you have somebody playing it, do they look like they're into it? If they don't look like they're into it, maybe you make a stop there. 
because that means they'll probably get off pretty quick and they'll, they'll get out of there. But if, if they're... you loiter creepily behind them? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you loiter behind them. Do you like, them. stand a little too close? No, you don't stand too close. You just let them know you're there. You know, if somebody's wow. playing the game, you just make it clear that you're you're there by you're behind them. standing in their personal bubble. You don't get in their personal bubble. I don't get. I'm not going to get in anybody's personal bubble. There's I'm just no gonna, personal bubble here, people. I'm just going to stand back there. But what you're doing is you're marking your territory as far as you're the next one in line. It sounds like you're urinating on people. I'm not, no, I'm not urinating on anyone. But okay, say I walk by. I'm doing my quick scanning. Okay, I I find a target. I find the video game that a I want to play. B, there's only one person playing it, for example, mm-hmm. and they don't look like they're really that into it. They're just kind of casually glancing around. They're just kind of playing it like they're the ones loitering because they're not into the video game that much, but they're still playing it. Sure. So you go behind them. You stand. I mean, I'm saying a good like three, four feet behind them. You make sure it's you're not in their bubble, but you're near their bubble. So it's close enough to where they realize, okay, there's somebody behind me. You're so obnoxious. It also lets everybody else know around the area. Let me just say that Greg, while he's like assessing, like like being near people's bubbles and figuring out the things, I'm still kind of in through the nose, out through the mouth, trying to like weave my way through a bunch of screaming children. You could have been rolling around on the ground somewhere in a a panic attack, and I I probably wouldn't have noticed. And I'm sorry about that. But I you're not sorry. You're not sorry at all. Stop saying your instincts. Your instincts should kick in to be a nice person. That's all I'm saying. I Run am away a nice me. person. If you had come up and said, hey, I'm having a hard time right now, I I did say, direct- I'm like, wow, Greg, this is really over. me like, cool. Oh, there's the arcade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I did. I got excited. I got excited. <laughs> so so you stand there, and then but when you're standing behind, you know, then it lets everybody else know, like, okay, that guy's in line. I can't cut in front of that Why guy. Why are you flailing your That arms? guy's in line. I'm like, because it's like you, an arm's distance <laughs> around. You know, and like you hold out your arms to your side and then spin around. That's your space. So as I'm doing that, you know, you wait there and then hopefully they get the hint. And after they die, they like get out of there. They don't start another game. They start another game. Then I huff and puff and I walk off. <clears throat> so so I'm doing my scanning and looking for video games. And that's kind of how you have to do it. You know, and that's that's the way it was growing up because you've got to get in there and establish your space. Establish that you're a part of this and that you you want to play one of the games. That's what I So had how to do. did it work out for you? Uh, I'm sorry, will you mute me? I, my coffee went down the wrong way when you made me laugh, and now I can't stop coughing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, it worked out pretty well. Let me just say this. I played some um, Return of the Jedi Star Wars, which was great. The one with the speeder bikes. And oh, that was when I caught up with Greg, and he was playing it. He kept crashing into trees. I did. I crashed into a lot of trees. Yeah, you didn't, do, you didn't get very far. I did fine. I did fine no, at it. No, you kept like dying I in fiery made explosions. It to the next level where I was uh, flying the Millennium you, Falcon, and then you died. Yes, I ended up dying at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, what, I wasn't going to win the game. No, I got to play that. I got to play some Punch Out. I got to play. Uh, I got to play a few games. I did not get to play X Men. I did not, which I was really bummed about. I love mm-hmm. the X Men game. Um, there's several ones I didn't get to play actually, uh, mainly because. I drove, and the person that was there with me was not having a good time, so uh, I had to leave early. So I'm just saying I, uh, there, there's ways to go about it, but it did bring back instantly that, that being a kid situation where it's, you know, the fight or flight, and you gotta, you got to do what you got to do to get in there. It's just a switch. It's a different set of values that, that you have to establish. Like, it's different rules. It's the rules of the arcade are different than normal life rules. You know, well... Maybe they're the same as life rules, but there's adaptations that come along with it. That's what happens. You know, you I'm just got to know when it comes down to, know to it, how Greg, to... that you're, that you're just going to stand up for yourself. Yeah. 
and the video games no, that my, you want to play. My ultimate dream fit place as a kid growing up was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the live action movie, when Shredder had that whole underground world where the kids could play video games and like skateboard and BMX bikes and there was nothing that they had to worry about at all. They could just play it for hours and hours and there were plenty of consoles for everyone. In my mind, that was like the epitome. That was like the dream was to be in a place like that. I probably would have joined Shredder's team if he'd offered me a. Wasn't there something that, like that in Little Monsters too? I don't remember Little Monsters. Enough. You don't remember Little Monsters with Fred Savage I, and this I terrifying do. looking. Yes, I do remember oh, it, but I do so not creepy. remember it well enough to say that's what was going on. Okay, for some reason I thought it was some kind of underground arcade too, but maybe I'm thinking of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. Maybe there was. Maybe yeah. there was. But no, that was Shredder's lair. Like that would have been. The I picture game. whenever you. Um, when you go to like a video game convention or something and you're playing them, you picture yourself to be in the wizard. It's, where he's it's like been with a while the power glove and like, you know, where they're all like competing against each other. What's like you competing against the world? Mm-hmm. I care less about competing against them. I just want to, I just want to, you know, play some video games. You just want everyone to get out of your way. Yeah, that's more what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's less than, you know, because I know I'm not going to be as good as everybody else in, when it comes to video games. Like, I'm not that good. And I, I realize that. And that's fine. <clears throat> You know, but I I still want to play. I should still get to play. Oh, yeah, I just, just realized I just referenced best. two Fred Savage movies. You did, yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, well, I, I like Fred Savage. Being here stated here in the chat, uh, Lucas said, Greg hates Fred Savage. I don't hate him. Fred Savage just stole the cooler from my fraternity at uh, at Lake Shasta. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Fred Savage. With the hot girls. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't there. I was not there. Yeah. But this story is was became legend that they partied with Fred Savage and then he stole their beer when they weren't looking. Hey, I think that's a good trade-off. You get to party with Fred Savage, you can pay for some beers. Yeah, and, and probably, yeah, all the girls slept with Fred Savage. Fred Savage hangs out <clears throat> real nice and then his buddies steal the beer while you're not looking. Then Fred Savage takes off with all your beer. Mm. That's how I know who he is. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he seems pretty cool. He'll always be Kevin Arnold to me. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, anyway, that's it was still a ton of fun, the Retro Gaming Expo. So yeah, it I had was a really cool. good time. It was pretty cool. And I'm not even a big like video game person, and it's fun to like get to play all the different games, even yeah. though I immediately died in every single one I played because I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, you're not that good. No, I'm, I'm pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But, Thanks. you know, at least you got to play some. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. <laughs> it was at a lot of fun. At least you got to play. Yeah, at least you got to participate a little bit. Get a participation award. I think, though, anybody that goes to an arcade understands that there's some rules that go along with that. There are I mean, no and rules I am nice to an arcade. To people, Keep in mind, I am not the one who shoves people off. I was the one who got shoved off I video think games. you grew up in a time where people were more respectful in arcades. But, I mean, I've been to arcades, like, you know, nickel arcades or, like, uh, other places. And when it's, like, especially younger people, like, it's just me, 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 me. Like, there oh, isn't any. the kids any, don't. No, there doesn't seem to be any, like, sharing. It's like no, I shared. I, I just know, and I'm to saying be. I think that's what's different from when we were kids back in the good old days. Yeah. To now, because the kids live in a culture right now of like immediacy, and it's mine, and I want it right now, and I want it for as long as I want it, and it's owed to me. And I've totally noticed that when no, I no, you a game. earn, you earn your right to play it. You follow the same rules as everybody else. You know, you got to fight bullies. You got to establish your place. Establish that you're a part of it. You're a part of the whole collective. Don't let no don't let yourself be shoved out. But don't shove other people out. I should really run an arcade, I think. And just have a big giant set of rules that everybody has to follow before yes, they can go in. Because I'm sure that would be exactly the kind of experience people are looking I'll for. Like, like I wanna go play video games, but I 
need more rules. It'll be like a 15-page pamphlet. You know, and then there's a quick quiz you have to answer before you get to go in and play the video games. Okay. I think everything would just work a lot better for everybody. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg got a couple Florida stories to kick off. Oh, the, Florida! Kick off the world of crazy with. Yes. First story is out of Brooksville, Florida. Oh. Well, police say that a 57-year-old man has been arrested after stealing steak and lobster out of Brooksville. What, what story do you think? Or what store do you think he stole it from? <sighs> do they have lobster at Walmart? They have lobster at Walmart. I don't know if I'd want to eat lobster. Walmart lobster. Pants lobster from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound... Police say a 57-year-old man stole steak and lobster from a Brooksville Walmart and shoved the food items down his pants before trying to leave the store. Well, the incident occurred this past weekend, uh, according to the Brooksville Police Department, now Mark Allen Belcola, that's the lo- pants lobster guy, pants <laughs> lobster Florida man, is accused of taking six packages of steak... And two packages of lobster. Wow, so they sell steak and lobster at these fancy-ish of Florida wow. Walmarts. Uh, six packages of steak, two packages of lobster, valued at $172.98. Damn. And shoved them all down his pants. Who's going Who's going to Walmart to buy their lobster? Is that a good deal? or? I don't I mean, know. I mean... I would think if you're a regular lobster eater. You know, I'm... I'm Honestly, don't know. I don't really eat lobster. I've told you I have a weird thing with like ripping the shells off of things. Yeah, I mean, I've only eaten lobster a couple of times. It just to yeah, it creeps me out. I, um, I like it. Uh, I've eaten crab. Much, I like it if somebody more. if somebody shells it for me, then I can eat it. Oh my! Wow! I can't rip it apart. It just I can't. That is the most pretentious thing I think I've ever. It heard is you say. not pretentious. Uh, if somebody would deshell it for me and hand feed it to me, I don't want uh, to hand feed it to me. I just don't like ripping their bodies open to eat their insides. It grows. But you realize me out. that is happening before you eat it. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't do it. <laughs> I'll eat the delicious insides. I just don't want to rip their body open and be like, I'm gonna get your insides. Yeah, but you're eating the results of that anyway. Yes, it's true. I just don't want to do it. Okay. Don't want to do I'm just the dirty making work. sure you're aware of that. Okay. Just don't want to do the dirty work. Okay. All right. So yeah. So he, his pants are full of steaks and lobsters, valued at 173 dollars. <laughs> he was then observed passing all points of sale, and when he left the store, he was stopped and he was arrested. While well, Belcola was taken into custody, he's been held on a two thousand dollar bond. No word as to why he wanted to have so much steak and lobster. Okay. At a Winter Haven, Florida, Winter Haven police. There's a pattern here. Florida, and then where do you think this story's from? Walmart? Yeah. But not not steak and lobster in his pants. This is a different guy. What did this man put Uh, on his pants? Thank you for asking. At Winter Haven, Florida, Winter Haven police have arrested a man for stealing merchandise from a Walmart. This guy's name is Brian Kroom, 49 years young. He stole three packs of electronic wires, and when police questioned him as to why he was stealing the merchandise, he was caught in the parking lot as he was leaving. He told them that he was trying to sell them on the street to get bail money for his girlfriend who was in jail because she had been caught stealing merchandise from a different <laughs> store. Wait, three packs of wires. What kind of wires was he stealing? Electronic wire. Is that worth a lot of money? I don't. I mean, it doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say how much it is. But he said they want I mean, to I sell would them. think you would need a sizable amount. 
Maybe they're big packs. I guess like some copper wire, but I, I wouldn't think it'd be that much. We're talking about like speaker wire here, or no, it says electronic wire. So I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, it doesn't specify, Greg. I'm All right. really not well educated on my wires. So I'm sorry that were, I can't help you okay. out there. I, I just know. wouldn't think it would be that much. Oh. Well, he did say he immediately confessed that he was going to try and sell it on the street uh, because he needed to raise money to pay for the bond his, uh, to get his wife out of jail. Uh, of course, his wife was arrested earlier in the day in a Who different town. Who are you going to sell it to on the street? Like, how many people are you going to see walking down the street that are like, man, I really need some electronic wire Greg, right now? there's like street cheese, remember? Like, people buy shit. People buy cheese more than electro- electrical wire. People buy, like, meat, like, out of the back of a truck. Like, there's, I think there's a market for everybody. You just need to know. There is, yeah. You need to know what street to go sell your wares on, be it cheese or electric, electronic wires. Okay. And maybe he knows where the big market is for it, where it's super saturated. Okay. All right, this story made me laugh. Of course, we all know Donald Trump's running for president, which, by the way, get out and vote. Cast your vote. It's a proud privilege that we all have. I just dropped mine in in the ballot box this morning. It feels really good. Yeah. Good call. It's yes. important. Oh, it is. I agree 100%. It's a privilege. Absolutely. All right. Well, of course, you know, uh, so Donald Trump is running for president. And, of course, now people may or may not enjoy being associated with him after all the, the tomfoolery that has been happening over the past few months. Uh, some of the specific people are the residents of Trump Place, which is uh, an Upper West Side high-rise apartment complex that he owns. And now people are petitioning, residents of Trump Place, are petitioning to remove his name from their building because they say that it's, quote, really embarrassing. (laughs) These people, these rich people who live in this building, do not want to have Donald Trump's name on their building anymore. Um, So at least 81 residents at 220 Riverside Boulevard near 72nd Street, that's where Trump Place is, have signed a petition to rename the tower and tear down its Trump Place sign. Yeah, I'm going to guess that's not going to happen. But Yeah, also another one of his places. Um, it, it was a different name. It doesn't say what it is. An online petition also to dump the Trump name at 160 Riverside Boulevard. had that also Trump Plaza? It might be. That got 277 signatures from residents. <laughs> one of the residents at Trump Place says that the sign makes her cringe when friends come to visit. She says it's embarrassing <laughs> to live in the, fil- in the building. Whenever people come up, they make fun of me and make comments about it. Uh, my kids, uh, yeah, my kids find it very uncomfortable to live in a building that has his name on it. Uh, so it could cost between $200,000 and $1 million to name the building and replace the sign. So that's, I didn't realize it would cost that much money to actually rename something. Well, it's being noted he might not even own it. If he doesn't own it, couldn't they just sell the name? Sponsorship? I mean, they could. I, I don't know. I don't know how buildings work. I don't know how naming I mean, buildings works. I don't see why it couldn't. Yeah. Well, I know that they're petitioning it, so. CenturyLink Plaza. Fun Employment Radio Plaza. Maybe we should get a, a uh, GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah, GoFundMe account going. So that we can option it and name it Fun Employment Radio Plaza. Uh, okay. Oh, god dang it. Is that me? No, that's somebody calling our Google. Okay. Hello? Hey, hi, this is Jordan. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jordan. How are you doing? Hey, Jordan? Well, this is a feedback call regarding medications. Like you remember... 
in the pass you placed in order for the Viagra Cialis? I I mean, I did. I guess I, I didn't really uh, know that I was going to get a phone call about it. Um, but uh, what did you have to uh, have to offer me? Well, see, as of today, we're giving you a flat 90% discount. Like, as if you remember, in the past, you placed an order with a pharmacy. So I just want to know, like, you take the Viagra, the blue one, or the Cialis, the yellow one, for your sexual enhancement. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. I've tried a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, and the one the one thing I found, though, is when, you know, I, I was under the impression that I would take one of each. And so that way I'd be ready you know, for whatever the situation is that ero- arose. Uh, so to speak, and so far, I gotta say, I mean, I've taken them. I don't feel like my sexual life has been improved. I've, I take them before I go out, you know, and I expected that something would happen with okay. this. But I, I have to say, I've have I've had no dates. I've been to multiple bars after taking different pills, and nothing has really worked out for me. See, first of all, I'll let you know, sir. I just want to know, like, you take the brand medication or you take the generic one? Like, the brand medication comes in a bottle or it comes in a strip? Like four pills in one blister pack, and the generic one comes, that is a 10 pills in one blister pack. So what were you using? Were you using the 10 pills, Well, or, which was in one blister pack, or it was a four pills? I'm not sure. I mean, my buddy Eddie down at the bar, he had a handful of them. He's like, hey, man, try these out. You know, take a couple of these, go out to the bar. You know, these ladies are going to notice what's going on there. You know what I mean? And and they're going to see what what you're yeah. what you're packing. And then the ladies are going to be really excited, and they're going to want to come home with you and you know go on a date or go to a movie or something Hello? because they'll notice. Yeah, can you still hear me? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Hey. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. No, like I was saying, you know, Eddie. So Eddie gives me these, you know, and I don't know which ones they are. They're different colors, and I pop a couple of these things. I go out, you know, I'm going to go to a movie or I'm going to okay. go out to the bar, and uh, I, you know, I sit there and I sat there for probably a good two hours, sitting at the bar, just waiting for the ladies to come up, and none of them came up, and so I'm wondering if these things even work at all. So the medication which I'm giving you, these are the brand medication which will give you a heart rocket action. And that's my guarantee because I'm giving you the branded stuff, not the local or the generic one. So that stuff means... If you don't mind, I can offer you, like, say, 150 pills for just a cost of $100 just for you. All it right. could be a smaller pack, which you can go ahead and you can try it. Okay, I'm I, I'm being interested, but I have a couple of questions here. I mean, one thing, you know, if I take one of these... Yeah, tell me. You know, and I hop on my Tinder account, you know, after I've taken the pill... Wait a couple hours for it to take effect, and okay. I hop on my Tinder account, and I start swiping right, you know, because I swipe, I swipe right on everything. And, uh, you know, I get to chatting with these ladies. Is this going to work for me where they're going to find me more attractive after I've taken this pill? You know, and I'm talking to them back and forth. Usually they, they only go a couple of messages back, but now I'm going to be a little more witty, I'm assuming, after I take this pill. So will I be able to get more dates? Yeah, you will. I'll get more dates, so I'll take this. Because it's everything on you, sir. It's it's everything on you because, see, I'm giving you the medication, which is going to definitely work on you, all right? The rest is everything on you. So this thing's going to make me witty, and the ladies are going to find me irresistible, is what you're saying. Now, let me ask you, and I'm sorry, what, now, was, your, what, was, thing, your na- what was your name this again? This thing is going to make you, give you a hard rocket action. So, uh, hard connection with the ladies that I talk to, so I'm going to be... Con- hard rock erection. I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't understand that. It's going to give you a hard rock erection. 
a you just need to have this medication, like say, a hard a rock. ten to fifteen minutes before you're in the course. Like a hard rock cafe, or what are we talking about? Like the, I'm sorry, what was it? Which one are you looking out for, the Viagra or Cialis? Uh, well, I, I mean, tell me which one. Which one would you recommend? What do you use? I take the regular Viagra. All right, and you're going out there, you know, you're making some connections, some hard rock connections, and making some, you know, you know, just yeah. making some friends. Who you go on your so Tinder you can account? Use the Viagra if you want. Okay, so so, but you use the the Silas or which one? Which one you you using there? I use a Viagra. Now, let me tell you this. I got a Match.com account as well. You know, I go on all of them. I got my Match accounts, and I got my my uh, uh, country-loving account, and, you know, several different ones. Now, I'm looking for more of a, a country gal. You know, is this the kind of, which pill would you say is probably good for a country gal? You know, someone like somebody wears a, you know, I'm an overalls man. You know, I'm a, I like to wear tank tops. You know, I wear sleeveless shirts. And I'm looking for a, for a gal that's more into the the country living that I am into. Which one would you recommend for that, sir? Oh, we hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even handle that. I had to take off my headphones. Those are the bastards that call our Google account. Somehow they have our number got a. Tied into something. Yeah, I took off. I, I literally walked across the room and took off my headphones. I could not even <laughs> listen to that. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that he kept saying hard. Oh, my uh, God. I know. That's why. At first, I really didn't think that's what he was saying. No. That's why I had to. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. It's from your last order. I know. Like, that's our, like. That's our fun employment radio. No, <laughs> that's not even the fun employment radio line. So Google, when you have a Gmail account. You know, you can get a free Gmail phone number. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. But that's that's what they were calling. I like that trickery, too, because it's like, it absolutely doesn't know your name. But it's like, oh, no, I'm calling you back. Yeah. About Remember that, that thing? I'm going to use that at some point. Like, <laughs> no, 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 we talked about this before. <laughs> totally remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even... Anyway, what were we saying? I'm just, I'm ending. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, that was beautiful. Um, that was Jordan, <laughs> along with my world of crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, there we go. I uh, don't know. Let's see where to go from there. Um, um, <clears throat> uh, I suppose we should do some, some ball talk now. I think that might be... Uh, I, I mean, I'm amazed that it took him that long to catch on to that. Yeah, I have... As soon as he started describing your clothes, I'm like, oh, God, hopefully he hangs up now, please. I just wanted to see how far I could push it. I I, I didn't know where I didn't know where to take it <laughs> after he says what he said. Like, that was wonderful timing. I can't believe that it, was a, it wasn't like one of those like shitty, like, oh, I'm a creditor and want to give you $100,000 for your small startup <laughs> business. It was literally a, a boner pill guy saying hard rock erection over and over again. <laughs> or rock hard. hard. Was he saying hard rock? Uh, he I was. I think he said hard rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spied, tried to spin it into hard rock cafe or something like that. Well, anyway, there we go. <laughs> oh, Jordan. I swap right on everything. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Okay. We got a potpourri of balls here, Sarah. 
a smattering of this, smattering of that. There was something very big that happened this weekend. I know what happened. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Oh. I was going to try and contribute. You were trying to spoil my moment. I, oh, my God. We'll get to that here in a second. Uh, first off, uh, you know, some, uh, some NFL. Oh, uh, in my college football predictions, almost 100% correct, as usual. Thank you very much. Everybody is very welcome. And so that is just one thing. Ohio State did lose. Ohio State lost to Penn State over the weekend. Big news there. Uh, moving on to ball talk, college football, much more exciting than NFL, where the Cardinals and Seahawks ended in a 6-6 tie. A 6-6 tie. Yes, ties can happen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. No, I was watching that. Yesterday. That was the most boring game I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty boring. It's, it's a pretty boring one. Um, so that was part of what happened there in the NFL. Uh, moving on to ball talk. I'm just kind of dancing around until we get to the big thing here, which I think uh, we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, DraftKings and FanDuel. Sarah, do you know what those two things are? Is that like an online gambling thing? They're, it's kind of, yeah. You play fantasy sports and you can win a lot of money. So you pay in. They've skirted a bunch of gambling so things. So it's an online gambling thing? Yeah, but they but they don't classify it as online gambling. Because this is how they get away with it. Because technically, you're, online gambling is not legal, really. But they have skirted this in a number of different ways. So they're, they're getting away with it right now. However, both DraftKings and FanDuel, so those are the two big ones, mm-hmm. are going out of business. Like, they're doing really bad. Not going out of business yet, but they're failing financially. So there's talk that there's going to be a big merger between the two of them. That is going to happen, and you'll have one online So people can website. legally bet on the game. But so they don't call it betting. Okay, they call it... You you sign up, and you create a fantasy football team. There's a draft. Mm-hmm. And if your team does well, then there's different ways that you get paid. Okay. But right now, it sounds like they're running out of money to even pay people. So then they're going to merge and make one super group and hope for the best. Yes. Okay. Have you ever not gambled on there? Well, I don't gamble on <laughs> Well, no, I, I don't use it. I no, no, I was it. saying, have you ever not? Oh, quote, on? not yes. gambled. Uh, no, no, I, uh, I I don't want to put money on something like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, I question that they're even going to pay me if I if I do do it. Yeah. Although, if they want to sponsor Ball Talk, they're more than welcome to give, uh, give sure. us a call. Sure. All right, um, moving on on Ball Talk. Let's go to this. So, there is something that's happening right now in Major League Baseball. And it's something called the World Series. I know that. Two winning teams are going to be playing for the World Series. Now, the winning teams are the Cleveland Indians and the Chicago Cubs. Now, I seem to remember something in ball talk before this Major League Baseball season started that somebody on this show made a prediction. I don't believe that was before it. About who would win the World Series. Now, let me just... Play back the tape no. here. Oh, I did make a promise I would predict who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. You just I'll explain on Monday. This days. is their year. This is their year. <laughs> huh. That sounds like somebody said the Chicago Cubs were going to win the World Series. Well, I guess. Oh, my God. I wouldn't get too gloaty right now. We're only four wins away from that happening. So, Chicago Cubs, I did predict. Now, they have not won the World Series since 1908. Before this season started. I predicted they would win the World Series. I don't know what you're gloating about. They still haven't won it yet. They have not won it yet. No. But I am four wins away. This is a horrible thing that you're doing right now. Four wins away 
from it. Now you're right. They have not won it yet. Chicago Cubs going to be taking on the Cleveland Indians. Now, Cleveland has not won uh, the World Series, let's see, since 1948, it looks like. So, yeah, they or no. Yeah, they haven't won since 1948. They almost won in 97, but they lost in 11 innings in Game 7 in 97. Uh, so, yeah. So the, that's Indian, closer than the Cubs. Yeah, so Cleveland hasn't won it in a long time either, but definitely the Cubs are the longest since 1908. That's the last time they won. Now, so, so I know that you predicted that the Cubs are going to win, I but, didn't who are you, but who are you rooting for? Well, I... Number one, I don't root for anybody, Sarah. I just make logical, statistical predictions, and that's how I do that. You know, I make, a, I, I analyze the the numbers and I crunch the statistics, and I decide who's going to win. And I'm just saying, this is who's going to win. But I did take a look here at some other things. So it's been 71 years since the Cubs were even in the World Series, which is why on uh, Saturday night when they went in, you saw celebrations everywhere. Oh. Yeah, so the last time they won was 1908. But here's a couple of things. I decided to look up some things here, just about this. So, Ooh, I like these kind of things. The last time the Cubs won the World Series, it was 12 years before Prohibition. <laughs> God. That's what it, was, what it was like the last time. So there's, there's a couple of other things uh, that come along with this. The last time the Cubs made it this far, a new house was $4,600. And gas was 15 cents a gallon. Minimum wage was 40 cents an hour. Wow. Um, let's see. The last time last time the Cubs went to the World Series, there were 16 Major League Baseball teams. The NBA did not exist. Uh, the last time, the, uh, let's see. There's a bunch of different facts here that I'm kind of going through as, as I'm doing this. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy, though, of how long ago it's been. The last time the Cubs won the World Series, my house had been built for a year. Which is one thing. It's being noted uh, last time Cubs won, Eunice lived in Greg's house. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, 19, 19. So my house was built in 1907. So your house was like a brand spanking new house yeah, they won in, in Southeast Portland. Yeah, the Cubs won in 1907 and 1908. So when my house was built, the Cubs won two years in a row. Wow. And then not since then. Just a little something there to throw, throw out for that. Uh, a couple of other things. Let's see. Uh, Haley's... Comet has passed twice, has passed Earth twice since uh, the Cubs last won the World Series. Whoa. Um, 16 U.S. presidents have been elected, probably not counting this year, I would imagine. 11 amendments have been added to the Constitution since the Cubs last won. Wow. The Titanic was built, set sail, and sank and was rediscovered all since the last time <laughs> the Cubs won the World Series. A combination of 40 Summer and Winter Olympics have been held. And the Cubs have played almost 15,000 regular season games since, since, the, uh, since they last won the World Series. And finally, Alaska, Arizona, Hawaii, Oklahoma, and New Mexico were not states <laughs> the last time the Cubs won the World Series. That's how long it's been. So they do have four games to win. They have to, they have to win four games. And the and Cleveland is a good team, so who knows how it's going to go? It does kick off in Cleveland tomorrow. Now there's a couple of things for speculation about who's going to throw out the first pitch at each ballpark. So it's two games in Cleveland, I think three in Chicago, and then two back in Cleveland, mm. since Cleveland has uh, a home field advantage. 
Um, Why does Cleveland have home field advantage? Because because Major League Baseball changed it to where the winner of the All-Star game. So the All-Star game is the American League versus the National League. You know, that's the two leagues in baseball. Mm-hmm. And the way, uh, the way Major League Baseball has it now, the winner of the All-Star game, that league gets home field advantage for the World Series. It's really dumb. Yeah, that it has dumb. nothing to do with record. It's it's a really dumb way to do it. They did it because they wanted to make the All Star Game mean more, but it's it's not right. The All Star Game is supposed to be a celebration for fans to watch their favorite players. Mm-hmm. Now they put this stake on it. That's really... so. That's why the Cubs are playing in Cleveland because the American League won the World's uh, won the All Star Game. Okay. So Cleveland is really pushing to have Ricky Vaughn, aka Charlie Sheen from the movie Major League, walk out and give the first pitch mm-hmm. with Wild Thing as he walks across the field. But Major League Baseball is trying to put the kibosh on it and saying, no, they're not going to let that happen. Why? Because they're fun slayers. Well, that's crappy. I mean, it would get, I mean, people are going to be watching it anyway, but I mean, that would be a fun thing to get to see. Yeah, I know. No. I don't, hmm. Major League Baseball is trying to put the kibosh on that, so I don't know who they're going to have for theirs. Now, for the Cubs, there's... There's a couple of petitions. One would be to have Bill Murray do it, which Bill Murray is a lifelong Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. He's one of their biggest supporters, so I could definitely see that. Another lifelong Cubs supporter is uh, Billy Corgan. Huh. Billy Corgan actually has done some reporting for the Cubs. Really? In the past, yeah, but I don't think they're going to let him do it. Bill Murray, I could see that making sense. But there's an online petition going right now to let none other than Steve Bartman be the one to throw out the first pitch. And the Cubs famously... You know, there, there's a, famously, there, it's a number of curses are the reason why they haven't won the World Series since mm. then. One was the curse of the goat, which is there was a, to paraphrase it and, and I get the specifics right, but there was a guy who owned, guy who had season tickets to the Cubs, he had a goat, and he brought the goat to the game, and they kicked him out because they said you couldn't have a goat in there. And he supposedly put a curse upon the stadium that they would never win a World Series because his goat was not allowed inside, and that's why it's the curse of the goat. So there's that. There's also the Steve Bartman issue where the Cubs were really close, really close to going to the World Series. And uh, there was a... Oh, the guy that touched the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it had to go into hiding so because there, there were ba- like death threats against him. Yeah, there was a ball that was hit by the opposing team. It would have would have landed inside the stadium. Steve Bartman reached out with his hand and snatched the ball, thereby giving that player a home run, and the Cubs end up losing. <sighs> So Steve Bartman has changed his name. He lives somewhere, nowhere near Chicago. His life was a living hell. But there's a petition to let him be the one since the curse of at least going to the World Series is over. And that's the one that he ruined, which I think that'd be great. Mm. Bring back Steve Bartman. Although then if they don't win the World Series, then it's like, oh, then he cursed it all over again. I don't think that they should do that. That doesn't seem safe. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of worry for him. Yeah. Poor Steve Bartman. So anyway, that's that's some of the petitions. We'll see who it is that ends up throwing out the first pitches. But there we go. The Chicago Cubs versus the Cleveland Indians in the World Series 2016 starts tomorrow. I will want to be watching that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, boy, howdy. Lots of big stakes this year, A lot Greg. of big stakes, sir. Mm-hmm. Also coming up this weekend is uh, Halloween weekend. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. I am, too. I'm actually, probably this afternoon, going to be heading over to Next Adventure. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand right here in Portland, Oregon. Of course, the best place to buy any of your outdoor equipment needs, Mm -hmm. whether it's 
whatever you need for the outdoors. They've got it there, but they also have a fantastic basement with a with a whole bargain center of used clothing and equipment, which is perfect for not only used clothing and, and sporting equipment, but also if you're you're putting together a Halloween costume. Good place to go. Oh yeah. So that's on the corner of Stark and Grand. Of course, they do have their online store, nextadventure.net. Next Adventure is a fine supporter of Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate them. And they're just, they're great. They're great people. They're awesome it's and they're a, supportive. And we love the business. We love the people. And yeah. I highly yeah. suggest, you know, whether if you're here in town, definitely go down to the corner of Stark and Grand to their flagship store. But if you're online, wherever you're, wherever you're at, and you can think of anything that you need for outdoor needs, go to nextadventure.net and, and take a look. They've got great prices. They're good people and uh, good customer service, all of those things. So Next Adventure, find sponsor Fun Employment Radio. And we do have one other thing to get to here mm-hmm. at the end. <sighs> I think we owe an apology with we this We dropped one. the ball several times ball. on this one. Several. We dropped the ball um, because we had multiple notifications, and we just uh, we just messed up. And it doesn't mean that we don't care. It, no. It, it just means that we're idiots and bubble-headed and totally yeah. forgot. Yeah. And that is, there was a birthday mm-hmm. that happened, and it's our friend Megan. Megan. Megan, Megan I apologize. Um we we didn't we didn't get your birthday in on time. Yes, but I hope you had a magical birthday. And because of Greg's rules, and since we forgot it, Greg is decreeing that this day. It's a bonus birthday day. It's a bonus, it's a bonus birthday, birthday day. day. Yeah, it's a bonus you, day. Greg put up his hand. I didn't know what because you were I didn't know what you were going to say in my name when it comes to birthday rules. Oh my I'm very god! Specific, Seriously, but... you made me pause like that because that was what you because <laughs> the birthday rules. Oh my gosh! I will anyway, s- Megan. We love you very much. And what did you want to say, Greg? Uh, the M&Ms that she gave us before they moved to Minnesota, because I said that I hit them. I hit them around the room. You hit them in your mouth. I found one of them on Friday. And I ate it. Mm-hmm. And I ate, I ate the whole thing. I know you did. You have no self-control. Happy birthday, Megan. And yeah, and uh, Chris had written to us about it. And we... Uh, yeah. Yes. Everything was covered on... Everything your, is it's covered. It's all on us. So happy birthday, Lynn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Okay, that's enough. That was the extra bonus on the end there. That's enough of that. Go to the Hard Rock Cafe. All right, send us an email. <laughs> Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Big thanks to Jordan for coming on the show today. Uh, yes. Yeah, is that what his name was? Special guest. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. All right. Special guest Jordan for delighting We can't get in us. trouble for that, can we? Nah, no. it's a spammer. I don't care. I highly doubt. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound judgy, but he doesn't seem like he might not live in America. I don't think that the same rules might apply to a spam call like that. What is that? Not a bad. Is that a bad thing to say? I don't think so. It's probably true. So I, I mean, don't. It is it. probably true. He's trying to sell you illegal discounted boner pills over an internet phone boner number. Pills. That's such a... I don't think that we're being offensive in any way. He's trying. If anything, you're like an old man that he's trying to take money from, and then you're never going to get your boner pills. And he's the bad person in the, in the scenario. Promising you that all the ladies are going to come flocking to you. If I if swipe you spend, right. If you spend a hundred dollars on generic swipe right on everything. Cialis, is it swipe right or swipe left? Swipe um, right. I think it's right. Yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful, wonderful people. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, no. Oh, Greg, remember tomorrow, I'm going to, after the show, I'm going to Seattle, so we have to talk about that. You are. You know mm-hmm. what? It's funny that we even brought up Tinder. We've got a special comedian that's coming in tomorrow. 
a uh, special guest who is going to be part of what it is, uh, part of her uh, performance. Her name is Lane Moore. She's going to be doing Tinder Live for her event, which is coming up this weekend. Oh, awesome. So she's going to be in tomorrow. Lane Moore will be to talk about her event uh, right here on this show. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment. Okay, why are you dragging it out? Dot com. Bye, friends. Mein Wurst. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.